Marketing Podcast. Today, um, we have a special guest with us. Alex is out on a video shoot. So we have our own agency owner in the house with us, Isaac Oswald. Yay. Hi. <laughs> I am, once again, I'm Sarah. I'm account manager here at 21 Handshake. I'm Ashley, um, another project manager at 21 Handshake. And uh, as stated earlier, I'm Isaac Oswald, the uh, owner of 21 Handshake. <laughs> All right. Yay. Last week, if you missed it, we talked about culture, what it is, why it's important, and what our culture is here at 21 Handshake. If you missed it, you'll want to go and listen to our thoughts on that. That is episode two. And if for anything, if you just want to see what it's like to work like at 21 Handshake, we talked quite a bit about that. That was a fun podcast. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> this week, we are talking about LinkedIn. And this was also great to have Isaac on the podcast for us as he is a LinkedIn guru. Specifically, we're going to talk about how business person, sales team, are really anyone looking to grow their business contacts can utilize LinkedIn for doing that. I feel like LinkedIn still gets a reputation that it's great to use only for when searching for a new job. It's like the recruiter's best friend for finding the new employee or the job hunter's best friend for finding a new job. And I'm sure around the table here, we might've all used that um, that way at one point in our lives. The other way, People use it as also to scope out prospects. If you're looking for, oh, I need to make contact with this person I used to know back in the day, and now I know they're in that industry, and I need to go scope them out and get some information. Um, not that those two ways are wrong to utilize LinkedIn. Those are both great ways, but I am sure that there are most um, a lot of other ways to use that as well. So to start, I guess I would like to know how we all currently use LinkedIn. Yeah, so I, um, we've talked about this quite a bit in the office, but I really like this term. I use uh, LinkedIn as like a digital business card essentially, um, but goes way more in detail. So I have a lot of detail in my past experience. It's something that I'm really proud of. I think it's something that it's really like shaped the person I am today. I mean, being in a project manager role, um, it's really personable. You know, you're talking a lot with clients, and um, that 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 chemistry has to be there. And so, I find that my LinkedIn page is a good way for you to get to know me really quickly, get to know my work style, um, my experience, my background. Um, and so, that's what I use LinkedIn for. Um, I think additionally, it's just keeping in touch with my network. So. There's like one thing that I had took away from college. It was how important your network is, and I and I, I feel like I spent a lot of time like building those connections and um, you know networking with people in my industry, and I like to keep that and maintain those connections. And LinkedIn makes that super easy. So those are I guess my favorite things about LinkedIn. Yeah, absolutely. It's still um, you know Sarah, you mentioned earlier it was uh, still looked at as this, just the recruiter area of the mm -hmm. internet, right? And there's a lot, obviously, there, that's still a component to it, but there's a lot more you can do with it. Uh, for me personally, um, it's an area where I, you know, uh, you know, try to create content on a routine basis. Um, probably, honestly, probably need to do more of that. Um, and I typically am able to start strike up conversations based on the content that you're putting out there that you might not have had. In fact, I know I probably wouldn't have had because I'm having a conversation with somebody and 
in uh, South Carolina about a t particular topic and I'm just not going to run into the street with somebody from South Carolina, right? So it's definitely about um, maintaining your network. Um, an online business card is a great way to say it. I think it's fascinating for companies t uh, today is, of course, they always want you to go to your, uh, you know, please come to my company website or come to our company social media pages. But when you have a team of people that is uh, that are dealing um, dealing with each other on a con uh, continuous basis, or you have a sales team that's reaching out to new people, they're googling their name as much as they're going to Google the company, and so like what shows up then? So uh, Alex says, you know, the internet is website or anything that you see on the internet is really your first impression today, mm -hmm. and I think LinkedIn for individual people, especially in the sales and project management arena that are reaching out and have a lot of direct contact with uh, uh, customers and prospects, I think it's pretty important to make sure that follows suit to what people would meet face to face. Would you say that the majority of people have their profile set up correctly on there? You know, it's, I would say no, because most people aren't photographers and professional writers and can tell their own story really well. You know what I mean? Um, I see a lot of people, you know, probably try to put their, their best foot forward and describing them, but, um, you know, maybe they don't include as much, as much background information on the jobs prior to the one they have now, when really that should be, hey, these are the things I learned back here, so if I'm, in, if I'm doing a new project in my current position, make no mistake, um, you know, hiring manager, or make no mistake, customer, like my background is in this. So Ashley has a background in, um, you know, public relations. You have a background in the, in the tourist, tourism business. So you've drawn experiences from those places to help you with what you do today. And I think that's a great way to art that your business card doesn't articulate that mm -hmm. very well. Right. So should a profile be more set up as almost a story about a person's career or their where they want to go in their career? Should it be more about their past or should it be kind of their future or, or a good mix? Well, I think I think the place to start is like, what do you want to get out of it? Um, you know, what do you want LinkedIn to do for you? And uh, whatever, and then matching your experience and crafting it creatively into a story would most likely be the best way to do that because us as marketers understand that if we can help our clients tell a better story about their business, mm -hmm. that garners a lot of attention and a lot more opportunity for business. And I think it's no different uh, for a human being communicating themselves online. So yeah, I think there's obviously the bullet point section of your past job, right? Or your current job, The bullet, there's bullet points and like, here's what we did. But what is that, what is your bio? What is your tagline? What is your creative, like who are you about? Because when you're doing business with people, whether you're gonna be hired by them or you're gonna be working with them, they're gonna care about you as a person. So like, I think there's a wonderful opportunity for people to, show who they are as people, just not what they've done. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned about the picture. What are some, because I've noticed a lot of pictures on, um, and picture, what, is worth a thousand words. Mm -hmm. um, what should that profile picture be? Should it be with my kids, for example? You know, there's a few <laughs> people that do that. And if, hey, if you're going after, if you're a salesperson and you're going after an environment that's heavily, you know, family oriented people and if you own a or if you work at a uh, child care that might not be a bad idea right outside of that there's probably other things that you could picture like a professional picture having fun or a professional picture with 
it should it should ex the whole profile should exude your personality and what it's like to be uh, in your presence face to face. So. Mm -hmm. um, I would start there with the directive, but then I would try a couple different different things out and, and ask ask uh, ask the people around you like, what do you think? Because this represent them. I mean, the cool thing is you can change this stuff. Yeah. Well, right, and I heard also a good tip about that profile photo. Like, I think a lot of people may not have a recent headshot yeah. to put there, yeah. and so then they just, oh, what was my best headshot I've taken? And it was like 10 years ago or something, and then you run into somebody and they look you up, and they're like, wait, like, who did I just meet? Like, you look totally different. <laughs> so right. I would definitely advise, make sure that's a current professional mm -hmm. picture as well. <laughs> and I don't think it has to be anything crazy. Well, yeah, I think you can get headshots for pretty cheap nowadays, but you don't even have to go that far. Yeah. You can just take, like, a normal, like somewhat professional right. uh, picture of yourself, or ask a friend to take a quick picture right. of you on like a plain background, and I think that's pretty sufficient. Yes, yeah, absolutely. This is not a huge, you know, mm -hmm. a huge uh, initiative to you know take the best pictures. But mm -hmm. back back to Sarah's point, I think I think the the area is when you're whenever you're trying to communicate with somebody and maybe you're looking for a new job or you're looking for a new client or a new prospect or you're, you know, whatever that is, whatever you're using LinkedIn for, using, you know, communication like, like a LinkedIn piece before, you're trying to create trust. Mm -hmm. And if there's some discontinuity between who they meet face to face and your LinkedIn profile, AKA picture, AKA, you know, some, some other things like your bio is not completely, you know, or completely describes you as this mm -hmm. corporate, you know, if like my bio described me as like this proper corporate individual, and then you met me, you're like, eh, it doesn't fit, right? Mm -hmm. um, so the step, the easiest place for that is obviously making sure you have an up-to-date picture and it doesn't have to be, you know, the most proper stern thing in the world. It should show your personality a little bit, but in a professional mind, uh, limelight. Mm -hmm. Right. No, totally, totally agree on that. Um, I think... A few minutes ago, you mentioned writing articles and mm -hmm. how that connected you to a broader network. So can you give some tips? I mean, I know a lot of people are probably going to think of that and be like, well, I'm not a writer. I don't know what to post. I don't know what to write. That's kind of scary. But can you explain how even maybe just starting with a small idea can help you reach out and network on there a little better? So. The, the content piece of the, the posting piece of LinkedIn. That's not just your profile, right? It's, you know, the, the part that we say, we call it going on offense with it. Like the, going the on sharing the, aspect. Yeah, the sharing, mm -hmm. like the really being active in, and, you know, you have all these connections, let's communicate with them. Mm -hmm. So that's gonna be a little different for everybody, depending on, again, I, it's, it's, I, we always default back to depending on your personality because we want you to make sure that you're 110% authentic online. Um, and it feels natural to you. So um, the content it comes from like, you know, you know, documenting some of the some of the cool things that happen in your day. You know, what projects are you working on? Um, what is on your mind? Like simply, um, we had uh, somebody come up, uh, reach out to our business like a year ago, because uh, I wrote something relatively small. It was not a blog post. It was some kind of just an update, right? Which is obviously much shorter text. Like, these are the things I'm thinking about. This is what I'm working on. This is what I'm struggling with. So I kind of opened up, you know, kind of opened up the hood a little bit of what I was personally working on and what I was thinking about. 
and it struck up new conversations based on people that were sharing the same, you know, the same uh, mindset or the same issues or something like that. Uh, obviously, pictures of people. Um, we have a client that just took a picture of eight different people and tagged all different eight, eight, eight people in this group, and it was not. Um, he is not somebody that is you know spends a lot of time on LinkedIn, but just tried to start, you know mm -hmm. start off doing a little bit more, and he had six thousand views and. 65 likes and mm -hmm. comments from people that he'd never met before, right? Mm -hmm. So, like that post was a picture of them having dinner and celebrating, you know, a, uh, a company function at night, mm -hmm. and it introduced his profile to 6,000 feeds, and a lot of those were people he didn't even know, mm -hmm. and who knows if those could be potential opportunities, whether, whether you're looking for hire, whether you're looking for customers, and so step one, step one, what it is to posting stuff and not overthinking it would be to do more of the things that are documenting and whether it's your projects uh, that you're working on, the people that you're working with. Um, and again, back to the whole uh, picture, headshot picture, like let's not spend, you know, don't spend all day doing it. You can take it with your phone and put it online. I think right. like another, like, I don't, I hesitate to use the word hack, but <laughs> sure. an easy tip to, um, be sharing content even if you're not a writer like most companies have blogs or even if your company has like a LinkedIn profile and they're sharing content on there mm -hmm. go ahead and share that again put your own perspective on it or why you find that this piece of content um, like why you you really believe in that um, and that's you know just another way of connecting and sharing with your audience um, that comes back to the business I wanted to talk, we recently wrote a blog this yeah. week um, about why your employees, um, like why you should be advocating, um, encouraging your employees to be active on LinkedIn. Um, I know that a lot of companies, we've kind of talked about this, have like this perspective of LinkedIn as, as like, we don't really want them to be active on LinkedIn because, you know, maybe they'll find a better job. But mm -hmm. I don't really see that as the case <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah, I think we've had clients even say like, we don't want our employees to put their LinkedIn in their in the employee section on the website because other companies will come and recruit them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In fact, I actually kind of think it's the opposite. Um, LinkedIn is a great place for you to like promote your business and especially the culture. I think this really plays into what we talked about last week, but um, I think it's a good like recruitment tool like without having to do a lot of work, right? So um, especially if, in your, if you're in like kind of a sales industry, LinkedIn can be your best friend. Absolutely. And if you're just right. like sharing content of like your day-to-day -day or yeah. achievements or just content that comes directly from the corporate office or whatever, um, that looks really good. Yeah, I think like so. Um, keeping in touch with like my network, I get to see like what's going on um, at like my friend's office, and and I get to learn more about that company. Not just like what my mm -hmm. friend does day to day, mm -hmm. but really about that company and what they do right. and what they value. And so, like, you know, your employees should really be um, advocating on LinkedIn. Completely agree. Number number one thing, as you, I, I'm listening to you. Number mm -hmm. one thing is we are well into 2018, and if hiding is anywhere in your strategy, period, <laughs> you, you really need to think, rethink that because you can't. Right. Right. Um, I can figure out who's works for you pretty quickly, whether they're on LinkedIn or LinkedIn. Like that's that's <laughs> not going to be the key. That's exactly. not going to be that's not going to be the key to your success moving forward. Mm -hmm. I understand it is a little bit more public once you put them on there. But the things that you do outside of that are going to what you know help you help you keep them. Number two, like in like as an example to what you were talking about, Ashley, with like, look, you don't have to write all the content, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So 
you create this blog post, right? Like mm-hmm. how you should, you know, why your employees should be um, using LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm um, a baby boomer uh, business owner and I do have fear of um, people stealing my, because that is a real thing, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I just, I'm a little reluctant but I want to use social media and I'm trying to create content at least myself and try to be a part of the conversation that's happening on LinkedIn. I would grab 21 Handshakes blog, blog post, I would share it, but then I'd put three lines of context to it to show who I am and I'd say, look, I gotta be honest with you, I'm a little uncomfortable with this, I have been. This article kind of helps me get over the thing, but I still have a fear of sharing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Guys, you know, member, membership, what do you think? Or, um, sorry, you know, my, my network, what do you think? Right. And you could start a conversation with three lines of text with your background a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I bet you get some engagement on that. You guys can talk it through. And maybe you have a buddy of yours that you haven't talked to in seven years that just went through that same struggle two years ago. Mm-hmm. And this is how he or she processes it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that came from you creating you know, this piece of content. Mm-hmm. You didn't write the whole thing. You just mm-hmm. added two lines to it. Exactly. Your takeaway take away from that. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's a huge um, portion on LinkedIn. You can have like skills and endorsements. Are those important? Do people really look at those? Is it just kind of a vanity metric? This might be like my personal perspective, but I never just like go and look at the skills. I mean, sometimes random people endorse skills that like have like have never seen me actually do. So then I'm like, "Eh, is that really like true? the most valuable piece, though, I think, are really those um, recommendations. Sure. Oh, okay. Sure. It's 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 basically a test personal testimonial. Um, <laughs> Isaac yeah. is pointing out that he has requested I give him you a recommendation. Have, no, you have two pending I, ones. Yeah, that's you. Well, how, <laughs> that begs the question, like, how um, <laughs> how do you go about getting those testimonials? Yes. So I think mm-hmm. that plays right into it. Um, you do have to ask for people to give you a recommendation, sure. and I think there's no shame in that. Um, because like, I mean, we've talked about this in other blogs and we'll probably talk about this in its own podcast, Mm -hmm. but like personal like recommendations or like testimonials or reviews, I know we've talked about are like mean so much more than just like an advertisement. Um, like I will always take my friend's recommendation over like what the, like this commercial tells me. And that hasn't changed. And I don't think it ever will. Or it's going to be like another business looking, you know, like, oh, do I want to hire, you know, Andrew from, you know, blank company? Mm -hmm. Well, let's see what people are talking about. Like, you know, like he works for such and such company. I have the same type of situation. Let's see if people liked working with him. So the recommendations do like play like really well into say if you are looking for another job, but I think it's really important too because they talk about, um, I mean, if they do it right, right, I guess. Um, I mean, like personally, they go through and talk about, you know, what I worked on, um, how easy I was to work with, my like work style. And like, that's something that means so much more coming from someone else. Like I could tell you that, but like, mm, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. Um, But yeah, so I guess skills and endorsements, mm, maybe not like the most beneficial, but I really think recommendations go quite a long way. I think this falls right back into the story conversation earlier. Yeah. How, this, how your profile ideally is a story about yourself, and mm-hmm. um, 
you know, I can go on and click endorse sales for anyone. <laughs> that's like, that's a label, right? Mm -hmm. Like the stories, uh, you know, the story that you tell or have crafted for your own profile is very important, but a big part of that story is what other people that have worked with you. Right. And so those are crucially important, whether you're looking for a new job or whether you're looking at um, being dominant in a particular industry and you have seven customers that give you, uh, you know, recommendations and write about you predicated on how much they help their business, man, I would go on offense, screenshotting that and sharing that with people that I'm trying to sell that are in similar industries, right? That's right. a sales tool for you. So, and I'll finish with the, the funniest thing uh, as you, uh, that was going through my head as I was, uh, uh, as you guys said, the skills and endorsements. Mm -hmm. Good uh, group text message. Few, few years ago, mm -hmm. um, buddies of ours, college, uh, one guy's looking for, you know, he kind of assistance switching from, you know, complete different jobs. I think he was going into sales instead of being, he was not in sales prior. He gave us a little, he wanted a little advice on one. <laughs> hey, how should I go through the interview? How should I do this? And we're texting back and forth and there's eight people on this thread. And my buddy, Nate, sends back out, he goes, don't worry, brother. You'll get the job. I just endorsed you for sales on LinkedIn. <laughs> right? So obviously being facetious because I don't think it's super meaningful. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, your your value would be with what you can you know articulate from your career and your experiences. Then obviously coming from the people that you've worked with, that's mm -hmm. the, far more important than the uh, skills area. Yeah. Do we think, I know there's a lot of paid programs on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. Navigator, some premium plans. Are, are they worth buying that premium membership for? Um, I believe so, but um, a really nice guitar is worth purchasing if you know how to play it. Um, so I think <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, I, we've done this in our business. Mm -hmm. We've bought so many different softwares and tried mm -hmm. out different things and some of them we like a lot and some of them we didn't get the value in and whether they didn't fit our business or we didn't learn them to level um, we have we have ones now that we use very well very effectively and the dollar amount is a great deal right mm -hmm. um, no different than this so for you know I forgot what it is navigator for, is I, like 30 to 50 bucks a month or yeah something maybe it's like a little that. higher than yeah. that uh, but when you're in uh, when you're in a sales capacity um, I think it's uh, paramount and then obviously there's a whole other science and strategy on how to use it mm -hmm. um, because it really is a proverb it is a um, it, it is a tool that you can use but you do need to learn how to use the tool effectively to make sure that you um, get the most out of the potential relationships that you're looking for oh yeah I think we've all kind of got the generic salesy kind of LinkedIn message and we're mm -hmm. like what I don't even want to respond to this this is so Correct. generic that mm -hmm. it just is off-putting yeah I I can't attest to like too many of the paid um, benefits I tried a I did a trial of the premium and I just it felt unnecessary. I didn't need it. Um, I think it goes back to what Isaac was saying earlier that like um, it depends what you're trying to get out of LinkedIn. So if you're trying to get more leads, like maybe there's a paid function that would be really beneficial, mm -hmm. but um, mm -hmm. just do your I research. For sales teams, I think it could be a good Absolutely. function. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's probably why we maybe actually haven't felt that because right. you know that's Agreed. just not the nature of our day-to-day -day job. Correct. Um, is to track down the lead. Yeah. 
yourself. Yeah, when you got to go on heavy offense and mm-hmm. sales and you're drumming stuff up, I, particularly outside sales, I think it makes a ton of sense to have right. it. Yeah, there's, yeah. You know, there's, there's list segmentation. You can build you know, your own audiences and that, that stuff and focus on those. So if you only sell landscapers, you can focus on landscapers mm-hmm. and reach out and stuff. It gives you that access. If you're not in sales, and not in recruiting, I'm going. I would probably default in trying to get the most out of it. Uh, the most out of it using updating your profile, getting recommendations, and creating content to spark conversations. Right. That's where I would go. Um, but there's a reason why the paid program is called Sales Navigators. Exactly. Yeah, yes. it's yeah, for sales. True. So, yeah. so I thought we would wrap this up. And Isaac, I'm pretty sure that you just gave your 10 minute rundown of how you would use um, LinkedIn if you had 10 minutes a day by, you know, posting, creating conversations. Mm-hmm. Ashley, how would you, if 10 minutes yeah. a day, how would you utilize LinkedIn? So I just feel like something, LinkedIn is something that like when it came out, people were told like, hey, you have to be on LinkedIn, blah, blah, blah. Right. So they like created a profile and like kind of filled it out and then like haven't touched it. Right. Since. Exactly. So like I would heavily recommend like everyone just go update your profile. Right. There's no harm in updating your profile. Um, just even to like your current position, adding maybe like new tasks or responsibilities that you have. I think that goes a really long way. Update your profile pic, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I would go through, see who you're following and who you should be following. Yeah. I think that, you know, is probably a good place to start as well because Mm -hmm. maybe someone you connected with five years ago has nothing to do with what you need to be looking at now. So I um, I would review all those steps as well. I think beyond just like updating your profile too, like something that can be really beneficial is going through your feed and just engaging. Like... I have found some of the best like industry articles via LinkedIn, and sometimes my friends even wrote them, which is so cool. Yeah, and um, you know, sharing your own perspective on that, or just saying, you know, congratulating them, like that kind of exactly. highlight. I feel like goes quite a long way. So. It doesn't have to be super intense. You don't have to be on it every single day. Right. I think um, it just needs like general maintenance and that can do you some some good. Right, and you know, you mentioned congratulating them and I will give a little tidbit here and I picked this up from something. Um, I even used this with a client and we both kind of had a good funny chuckle about it. Um, I noticed, hey, it says so-and-so is coming up on their sixth anniversary. So I said, you know, instead of just hitting the little like button, I'm going to just send him a message quick and say, hey, I bet you've learned a lot about this Mm -hmm. since you've been there six years. It was totally random. He emailed back and said, ha ha, I have a lot of stories to tell. Made a good connection. It was funny. I made it personal about the industry that he's in. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just a nice little touch point. It was was worth the extra 30 seconds to write something of context and just press the standard say congrats. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just to make a little personal connection. So, um, not to toot our own horn here, (laughs) but... uh, if we were to have a sponsor, we could say that this episode was sponsored by 21 Handshakes LinkedIn Accelerator Program. Um, so if you want more information on that and how you can use it for a sales team, be sure to reach out to us. And until next time, next week, and I think Alex will be back with us mm-hmm. and we'll have a new hot topic to talk about. Thanks, Perfect. Isaac, for sitting Thank in. You. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, yes. so fun. All right, so fun. All right, guys, bye. We would love to hear your thoughts on this topic today. Jot us a note. Find us on social media at 21 Handshake.